Comedy Mushroom Cold Podcast. Hey, how we feeling? How we doing today? It's a nice, uh, sunshiny Wednesday, March 29th, 2023, the year of our Lord, um, Carpe Diem, welcome, Magnus Opus, Magnum Opus, I don't know any Latin, um, I just know that Jesus loves us, Jesus loves you, um, but he loves he the most, capital H-E, um, Jesus's pronouns are capital H-E, capital H-I-M, he, him, um, because he loved the bitches, so don't get it twisted, (laughs) I don't know, that'd be just, like, a very fun, masculine way to, like, project Jesus, like, if they made a new age, uh, like, alt-right Jesus, just, like, super aggro, gun-toting, like, doesn't respect his wife, says things like, ugh, this bitch doesn't get me, like, stuff like that, Jesus, like, you'd have to be married, like, the fact that he was, like, a single dude in his 30s, hanging around with a bunch of his friends, uh, with his long, fabulous hair, tearing down banks, making fun of the government, uh, shit like that, Like, that's just, like, a... That's pussy Jesus. We need, like, a revamp. We need an alt-right, I voted for Donald Trump Jesus with a fucking Punisher T. Uh, I stand for the flag. I get nailed to the cross t-shirt. That's what we need. New age. 2016 forever. Trump Jesus. Gets his hair quaffed, looking like a dumb asshole, supporting Russia in the war against Ukraine. <laughs> wow, spicy start. Wasn't expecting for that. It's, uh, it's the afternoon. Um, I had to do this late because the girl is on spring break, so that means I have had zero time to myself. And you know, you can't create uh, a masterpiece like this podcast when there's people looking at you, or like in the house, or like... <laughs> Even just, like, the threat of somebody coming and walking in and interrupting uh, just this masterpiece. Like, if fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio... No, that's not the one I'm looking for. Leonardo Leonardo da Vinci. If DiCaprio couldn't... Like, if DiCaprio was working on the Mona Lisa, uh, first of all, half of it would probably have a face like Justin Bieber's right now. Uh, I mean... Maybe that's why Mona Lisa has that smile. She had the Justin Bieber disease. I don't know what disease it is. Uh, and I'm sorry uh, to the believers out there. And I'm sorry. I've, I've been in Justin Bieber's uh, court for a long time. I'm a big fan. Um, I feel like I would have been dead if I was famous from 11. I mean, he had that car made out of mirrors. There's nothing cooler in the entire world. Uh, but if Da Vinci was working on the Mona Lisa... Uh, and somebody was just, like, walking in and checking in on him, or, like, just in the area. I don't know. I just assumed that he painted by himself. You know? Like, he couldn't do that. It's like when you had uh, AOL Instant Messenger, and you're chatting it up with chicks in the chat rooms, and you had to be like, POS, parent over shoulder. 
like you couldn't you couldn't spit bars while you had somebody watching you that's wild this is where my brain goes on recess and other people get to see how it works i can't do that with a live adult in the house who can be like what the fuck is going on like i need to i know that it's happening but i need that barrier i need that space i need uh i need like a blank canvas of the room just me the dog and then maybe the neighbor's children if they're in the the hallway learning uh just learning about life because that's what we're about here is life <laughs> nose is still stuffy fucking three weeks after i got this stupid cold i feel fine but it just honestly the fucking spring uh just i don't know if you can hear the baby birds in the background but we got baby birds in the fucking walls again uh they just live above the door, which is going to be real inconvenient for them because they're replacing the doors and windows here uh, in April, which is going to be wildly inconvenient. But there's baby birds that live above there. So, like, hopefully they're alive and well by the time these people come through here and just ruin their entire nest. Uh, I mean, it's 30 degrees and it's the end of fucking March. So, I don't know. They need to get their shit together. They should move. They've got wings. What's stopping birds from moving? I know that they, like, migrate. Uh, but I mean, they should do it legally, get their green cards and like go to a different country. Like Canadian goose, get off my land. All right. We need the space for American geese. 45. Um, but yeah, three in the afternoon, been awake since 415 this morning. Haven't been sleeping well because the fucking weather changes. Uh, they mess with like my sinuses and shit. So I think that's why this is lingering around. Uh, I can't really breathe out of my nose very well. So I wake up with my mouth all dry. Uh, a couple years ago, I thought I might have sleep apnea because around this time that was happening. So I think it's just maybe, uh, the weather change, but you know, the times or the seasons, they are like the times and they are a change in, um, like the seasons turn, turn, turn. Dog thinks he needs to go out. Go lay down. I'll take you when I'm done. Go. You don't need to right now. Go lay down. I promise after I'm done, I'll take you out. Thank you. It's not as nice as it looks. That's me negotiating with the terrorist that is uh, my dog. That's what you get on this podcast is me talking to my teenage dog like he is an actual teenager even though he's just a dog they say that dogs uh have the mental capacity of like a handicapped child like a mentally handicapped child and you know i believe it because i think that my dog is probably smarter than a lot of grown non-mentally handicapped people but he's also still a dog like he he pretends like he knows enough like, when you deal with an, auto an, autistic, an autistic child that, like, you know is registering, you're saying something, but, like, can't put the pieces together, that's what it's like dealing with my dog. Uh, but he also loves music. So, like, if you play music, then he comes out of his shell. <laughs> now he's chilling with me. This is my podcast. Like, see, the, imagine this with like another person in the house like imagine if she just like came up for air and i had to be like yo get the what are we doing here i can talk to my dog like that can't talk to another person like that and i also feel bad talking to my dog like that but whatever um 
Wow, I've just wasted seven, almost eight minutes of people's entire lives. Um, opening clip! That was from The Hangover, uh, Bradley Cooper. I'm working on getting Bradley Cooper hair. Um, now, I want, like, I don't know, we've been over it. So, uh, that's him walking out of the school on his way to get his hangover in Las Vegas. Uh, and it reminds me of... So I've been working at a coffee shop in the city that I live in instead of one adjacent, um, which is fine. It's nice. I get to, like, go to work last minute, um, get to not be in management, get to come home and not have to worry about work at all, not really think about it. Uh, but when I go uh, to the gym or whatever, get, get my fitness on, you know, getting swole. Uh, I don't know. My T-shirts are fitting a little tighter in the arms and stuff. You tell me. All right. You tell me gonna have to fucking get a get a permit for these pythons that i'm that i'm carrying around in my uh in my sleeves here uh because you got to have a permit for exotic animals these these fucking pythons i I can't even um but like i keep seeing people that go to my coffee shop uh at the gym and it's wildly annoying and like they kind of give you that like oh i know it's you like i i know like and you know when people fucking see you outside of work like when you see a teacher out like i remember once i saw a teacher out at a bar uh when i was like 19 and i came back i saw like my freshman uh science teacher and i'm drinking at at a bar that i'm not supposed to be drinking at because i'm 19 and that's two years younger than the legal drinking age and it's like a wednesday and he's out drinking as well and I'm like, yo, what are you doing here? It's a Wednesday. And he's like, yo, what are you doing here? You're not old enough. So it's like one of those like stalemates. And it's the same thing where like they like look at you and they just like have that idea of you as that person. Like you're somebody's like non-player character in their life. Like, oh, that's the guy that gives me my coffee. And like to me, that's the annoying lady who like orders the same shit with her annoying daughter and like they look like each other and it seems like they just have the same stupid conversation with each other all the time and like the lady's like living vicariously through her like oldest daughter or like her middle child like whichever one that she identifies with the most like she's the cool mom who's friends like you know one of her kids hates her, and then the other one loves her, and they're, like, best friends. Like, you know those parents that take one of their kids to Disney because they're the favorite, and then, like, the other one grows up uh, complaining about it and, like, becoming, like, a Disney adult because they just, like, had that void, and that was just something that they could never get over? Like, that's what this family dynamic is. And I see them at the gym. Like, they're always, like, talking to each other, wearing, like, the same fucking outfit. Like, they're not 20 years different in ages and shit like that uh, because the mom just doesn't want to let it go. And they always just, like, give me, like, a look. And it's like, no, you go fuck yourself. I'm not getting paid to be nice to you right now. I don't have to smile at you. When I'm at my fucking job getting paid pennies and begging for tips and tap dancing and being the WB frog, uh, to get you to tip me better. Yeah. That's when I have to be nice to you. This is, this is the real world now, lady and annoying daughter. I don't have to be nice to you. Guy who looks like somebody that I used to work with, but isn't him and comes in to like a, coffee shop that sells good coffee and pretends like he knows anything about it 
like, sorry, I don't have to be nice to you now. You're in the way of the fucking leg press machine, all right? I gotta get these fucking teardrop knees, or whatever the fuck they call them. Eye drop knees. Got some clear eyes for your, your clear eyes. I'm trying to get fucking swole, all right? Summer bodies are made in the winter, which is all fucking year round in this goddamn state, okay? So I'm constantly working on my summer body and might never get to show it off. I ate so much pizza and so many carbs over the weekend, all right? I'm trying to fucking, trying to get some fucking hip abductor squares in, okay? I'm trying not to be able to sit down when I pee, because I gotta stop it, because I'm a real man, and real men stand when they pee, especially in Wisconsin. I don't know if I've talked about it on here before. Um, dude, ADHD podcast today, I've been up again, 11 hours already, I worked a whole fucking work shift, got my dick beat in, uh, from work, and then went and did leg day, so, oh, I also, that's probably what it is, uh, I had an iced coffee with a double shot in it, that's what it is, uh, yep, a little bit too much caffeine, that's why we're popping, that's why I'm also in a good mood, but caffeine saves lives, uh, it also probably ends lives, but, um, Fuck me. What was I talking about? You know, with technology and with this. Like, I'm in complete control of this stupid podcast. I could stop it, rewind it, flip it, reverse it, every single Missy Elliott song. I could do that, okay? But I don't want to. We're going to keep it rolling. So many carbs over the weekend. Great weekend. Um, Just a real good comedy weekend. Things are getting super cool. And I know I say that like every podcast where it's like, hey, things are getting really cool. And you know what? things are getting really cool and things keep keep being really cool it's just like super i don't it's very hard to explain it to people of like when you just kind of and again here we go woo woo but like when you let it go and you're just like i'm gonna do my part and let the universe do its part um and just like do what i'm supposed to do where all the signs point what it says i'm supposed to be doing i'm just gonna do it and i'm just not gonna not gonna be attached to the outcome i'm not gonna fucking get bitter about other people getting shit i want i'm not gonna like throw my clout around which i don't have any clout but like i mean i should have more clout but i don't because i don't want to play that game i don't want to fucking you know i don't want to be that guy and every once in a while i've got an ego it pops up everybody's got their times but, like, you just do it, and cool shit happens, all right? I was supposed to do a fucking gig for some truckers at 11 in the morning. I think I bitched about it last week um, on Saturday. Never ended up making it because there was a snowstorm out of nowhere. Um, almost ended up in a ditch, corrected out of the ditch, did, like, a full spin out on the fucking highway. And I said, do you know what? This isn't worth it. And so then I had to like send a deposit back and all that other stuff. Like that was annoying. That's how I started my Saturday. But then like I get to do like really cool shit. Like I got to go, um, I got called in to do a last minute fill in, um, at the Bend Theater in West Bend, uh, Wisconsin, which is just a cute, quaint little town. Like I honestly, once it's summertime, if I have a weekend, might just like pack it up go hang out in west bend it seems cute uh there's a couple cool little shops down there the fucking bend theater is gorgeous um 
and just like staffed by a bunch of cool people. Uh, got the last minute call to go do it. Thank you to Judd Reminger. Reminger, I don't know how I, you know, I know how to say it, but whatever. Um, and it's something that I've like name drop. Ian Bag told me to like get into and finally get my shot there. Um, and I got to host for Michael Longfellow, who is on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not. Uh, you guys get TV. You have a television at your house. Uh, does it get NBC? Has it gotten NBC for the last, I don't know, 50 years, 40 years? I don't know how time works. Saturday Night Live, SNL, heard of it. Uh, but he's one of the new cast members. And there's nothing better uh, than learning the new cast members of one of comedy's longest lasting shows. Uh, just like a real benchmark of our society. Uh, there's nothing better than learning the new cast members uh, than by working with them. And that's how I learned that this person, I'm just bad at contemporary comedians. He's very successful. Um, he's younger than me. I don't mean to like, I'm not like undercutting his success or his meaningness, meaningfulness, his meaning. I'm not undercutting his standing in the profession that I am in uh, and want to continue to be in, uh, but I didn't know that he existed until Saturday when I was working for him, well, working with him. Um, very handsome dude, very, very funny, um, great joke writer, like legitimately, like, and a cool dude. Like, he when you work with like certain headliners and stuff like that and as a host feature whatever if you like don't know the person like no know the person you kind of just like like when zoltan comes into town um zoltan kazas is very grateful uh that i i get to work with him he's a very gracious dude very good dude somebody i can like shoot a text message to if uh things are like a little wonky and i need like an idea like he's not like a a close friend, but I would consider him a friend. I can like, I think of like two or three things to ask him, like the two or three times a year that I see him. Like I can bounce ideas off of him. I can ask him things that I would be afraid to like ask other headliners because usually your spot is just open, uh, be there when they need you and be cool. And then maybe you get to work with them. Right. Um, and usually you don't bug them and like, they'll usually be cool, whatever. Well, Michael was so cool, like, he, like, came in, we're just chilling, we're, like, talking, he's not talking a lot, whatever, like, it's not his job to entertain us, and I'm sure he's, like, used to, like, having to, like, be on all the time, um, and that's what you don't want, it's, like, you don't want them to have to be on, like, you want them to be comfortable and hang out with you, and he even said at a certain point, he's, like, hey, sorry I'm not, like, super high energy, we were out partying last night or whatever, or he had, like, some lines to read or, like, an audition or something he had to work on, like, something that his mind wasn't completely into hanging out and it's like dude you don't owe me shit like but it's so nice that there are people who are like by all means way more successful than 99.99 percent of the people you'll meet in this business and he's still cool and just being like hey sorry that i'm not like super chatty but hilarious dude very nice handsome as all hell um just a cool dude. And it was a very nice night. It's one of those uh, cool things that, like, it's a, a theater in a small town in Wisconsin that, like, if you didn't know existed, it wouldn't be a big thing. Uh, but it was a super cool night. Everybody was very nice. Um, 
it was basically almost sold out. 300 plus people uh, were there. And it's just super cool having that many people in that kind of setting liking your shit. Uh, but the best part is when, like, you're new to a venue and they don't know you and you walk in. And I'm, like, I'm nice to everybody. I like to introduce myself to the staff. Um, it's just nice to know. You never know who's going to be in places. Uh, you're never going to know what's going to happen with those people. Um, and it's just, like, a nice human being thing to do is to be nice to the staff people. They're there. Um, they're making sure that people aren't pissy so, like, people are in a good mood while you're entertaining them. Why would you not want to be nice to them? Why would you not want to throw a couple bucks at them for tips? Like, they're working... I say it all the time when I'm hosting. Like, we're there for fun. Um, They're there for their bills. Like, they don't have to be there. Um, And a lot of them love comedy more than anything else. Well, here, they just like the arts, you know? So, it's... You want to be nice to those people. You introduce yourself. But, like, everybody's kind of... Not standoffish, but, like they don't know you, they don't, they've never seen you perform, you're just there for the first time, and they're just, like, doing that, like, Midwest nice thing, where they're, like, yeah, cool, whatever, blah, 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 and then, like, after I do my set, like, everybody just, like, instantly is, like, oh, okay, like, this is a guy, you know, and not to, like, brag or whatever, but, like, I had a very good set, and, and I know that's what we're going for, but, like, it's, one of those things that I've been working on is like, hey, this was a cool night. I had a great set um, that nobody really ex- even expected. And like even the guy who like helps book it and do all that shit, he's like, that was a great set. And I don't say that lightly. And it's like, hey, thanks, man. But it's just like you almost see like that release of people around you where they're like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Uh, this could be absolutely terrible. And then when you do well, everybody's just like, oh yeah, he does know what he's doing. And I love that change. Like that change of this guy could be a fucking clown. Cause there's so many of us, uh, in comedy that are terrible and get these gigs for no reason. And then as soon as you actually like do well, uh, then they can like breathe and just be like, ah, okay, he's good. Uh, he's nice, it's not just a facade, whatever, and it's, like, that change, and getting handed money like a drug dealer for, uh, performing is so fucking fun, um, but it was just, like, one of those, and everybody was super nice, I would never say, um, that nobody wasn't, like, everybody was accommodating it before I went on stage, and everybody was cool, uh, but it's definitely different after they see that you actually know what you're doing, and it's very, very fun, um, Oh, yeah, this is what I got to do. Um, I don't have to, but like I was saying, be nice to everybody. In I don't like to do comedy tips, but like just be nice to everybody, especially like the servers, the wait staff, um, management, the people who sign your paycheck uh, for doing stuff. Um, I mean, and it works in regular life too. You never know. The fucking garbage man could end up being the mayor the next day, and you want that in your back pocket. Um... But two very nice people who worked at clubs, worked well, clubs, multiple, but worked at a club. I met them up in Appleton. Uh, they now have a podcast that I think would be cool if you guys check it out. I think I pull the curtains back on my aspect of the comedy life. Uh, but these two people, like, actually worked in comedy, in comedy. Uh, they were both general managers of a club. Uh, one was the general manager of multiple clubs, opened up uh, multiple clubs for like the people that I get to work with a lot. Um, 
they also have a podcast now uh, that I believe we're going to do a crossover podcast at some point. Um, but it's worth checking out. If you're interested in like the back end of comedy stuff, um, if you want to hear from people who actually booked comedians on how to get booked, how to treat people, um, all that good shit, listening to, listen to a Laughing Matter podcast. It's on Spotify. Uh, it's by Bridget Friel. Um, and Allie, which, you know, this is the problem with doing things off the top of my head because Allie is one of my favorite people and I cannot remember her last name right now because I don't know why. Allie Brill. Duh. Why would I not know that? God damn it. But whatever. So my prime example um, when I moved to Wisconsin, Bridget was the GM of a club up here. Um, so I knew to be nice to her, obviously, like you're nice to the people who do that. Um, but Allie was, and you, you say this very lightly, she was just the bartender and one of the waitresses. Um, so like, I don't know, you kick it, you talk, you hang out like while you're at the club or whatever, you're nice. You ask how they are, you ask how the kids are. And then she ended up being the GM. So now you have like another person like that's on your side because they know you're a good person they've seen you be funny they're gonna be helping you so like no matter what always be as nice as you can um because you never know like just the bartender could be the gm the next week it's so they could be in charge of whether or not you get paid to do comedy and it's also nice when they're super cool um same like the manager down in fort wayne liz um i text her every once in a while just to say what's up and just to see how she's doing because she's great it's good to meet nice people and eventually you can do a cool shit like help each other's podcasts out uh which is a lot you know like you just kind of get like a crew um like not a legit like it's one of those unspoken things like you find the good people and you try to stick with them and that's one of the cool things that the guy at the bennett theater said was like yeah we're just trying to find a group of good people to put these shows on and it's like yeah dude that's what it's all about we don't need people fucking being snakes we don't need people having like putting shows together and then forcing some guy who doesn't know what they're doing to like fucking pay his comedians for him and then send him a booking fee you don't need to do shit like that you just find good people you work with them you put a spotlight on it you make sure that they're good and then when they ask you like as like a favor or a business thing you're like yeah i would have done it even if you didn't like ali reached out and was like hey did you want to like do some cross promo on this yeah all you i would have fucking done it i share your shit anyways like i would have done it for nothing um you want to get good people in further and everything that you do um so i'm excited i want to be on their podcast at some point um but listen to it i know it's on spotify i think it's on apple um look it up it's good it's fun times uh they have a lot of uh tea if you will about people on the back end of things it's also funny uh hearing stories about people that you've worked with and then like how those are like burnt into people and then like it's always nice getting like reassurance that like the people that you like the staff also likes too so that's fun um it's very cool and like I said, you get background information. Uh, they always do like a professional tip of the week or some shit like that. Um, and it's very good. And it like helps you get booked. So if you're a comic and you want some info on that, um, 
listen to them. It's fun. There. There's seven minutes or however fucking long I did. Um, but no, it's a it's actually a podcast that I listen to and enjoy. Um, so check it out. Um, I'm excited to be on it at some point. And I think we'll do like a crossover episode where uh, we just record one and then we post it on each other's feeds. So um, hopefully I don't lose subscribers for them uh, because they um are delightful i'm delightful as well do you know what fuck it i'm delightful i was listening to the fucking dem franchise boys in my tie-dye sweatshirt while i was working out today at planet fitness okay i'm fucking delightful but yep in my white tee i break a bitch back okay you can be both inside you there are two wolves uh one that breaks bitches backs in white tees as a white man who knows that he's never broken a bitch back uh ever i think i i can i do fine work uh back there but you know I, i'm not not breaking anything okay we can be sure of that if you ever get the chance uh just know uh nothing's breaking okay you're gonna have a great time uh everybody's gonna go home happy but nothing's getting broken okay what a weird way to end a podcast. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's getting cool. Um, I feel like there's other shit to talk about, but who gives a fuck? All right, we're at a half hour. We wasted enough time. Just shy of a half hour. Um, but if you see people that you know, be nice to them, okay? Because those fucking people that look at me as the coffee person, at some point, if I'm on, on the telly, um, they could be, they'd be like, Hey, that's the guy who got me my coffee. And I was a complete fucking asshole. And then when I see them again, I'll be like, Oh yeah, I remember you. And now I don't have to be nice to you. I mean, I would still probably be nice to them just because you should be nice to everybody, but I will talk some shit. Okay. Be nice, but still talk some shit. Um, who is Roberts.com? We'll say that again. Like I'm not stumbling through it. Who is RayRoberts.com? Um, it's my birthday next week, so if you want to send me money, at who is Ray Roberts on the Venmo, on Cash App, uh, pretty much anywhere that you can send money. Um, it's my 33rd birthday coming up. If you also want to give to your local food bank, that'd be cool. I've been giving um, to the Milwaukee Food Bank. Let me look it up. I'm just a good person, so uh, I give money to a lot of people, and I have to figure out exactly who it is. Um, I'm kidding, but I do give money to them because I feel like they need it. Um, and of course I deleted the email because why would I want to write it off on my taxes and fucking be useful? Hunger Task Force. Uh, give it to the Hunger Task Force. That's who I've been giving money to. Um, I believe they're in a bunch of cities, but if you want to give it to the ones in Milwaukee, that'd be cool. Um, it seems like it's just Milwaukee. So, hungertaskforks.org. If you want to give $33 to them, um, screenshot it. I'll share it, because that'd be super cool. Um, yes, I love money, but there are plenty of free ways to support this stupid shit that I do. Share this podcast. Um, share my website, share my stupid reels on everything. I would very highly appreciate that as a birthday present. Um, get somebody, get somebody, you know, to follow me on Instagram. All right. I know that it's insane. I know that it's like a thing. Uh, I know that I'm not everybody's taste, but 
it's fun, okay? We're all having fun here. Uh, you have fun. You enjoy this. So share it with some friends. If you want to buy a t-shirt, buy a t-shirt, okay? Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be cool if, like, I got super successful and then, like, you could be like, hey, I helped him get super successful. That'd be cool for you. And then maybe you'll get super successful. What do you do? Do you do something cool? Is it something that, like, you have some sort of thing that if I got super rich, I would want to collaborate with you? You know? Maybe be nice to me by giving me a bunch of money. <laughs> every day. Uh, not just my birthday, but every day. Just set it up. Just send, like, an extra $10 a day to me. Every single day. $10 a day for 30 days in a month. That's only 10 Get out of here. Clear. 10 times 30. $300. I should know that math off the top of my head. It was the extra zero. I didn't know if it was 3,000, because 3,000 sounds like a lot. 300's a lot. But, I mean, if 10 of you <laughs> give me $10 a day... I'm just kidding. Don't get... Whatever. Give money to the fucking food bank for my birthday. Screenshot it. I'll share it. Uh, so other people can see that you're a good person. And by you being a good person, I can almost kind of brag about being a good person and not feel weird about it. Um, but I don't know. Give to the food bank. And then don't claim it on your taxes to get money off of it. Because that's fucking cheating. If you want to be a good person, don't do it just for the tax break. You can do it for the tax break and to be a good person. That's fine. But give more than what you get on the tax break. Does that seem fair? It's like donating to political people. You can, like, write off, like, $50 of it. So, like, a lot of people will only get $50. No, that's not, like, that's not being helpful. That's just, like, using free money. You're using, like, your fucking, you're using a gift card. Like, you're using the government's gift card to fund its own elections. No, you do something. Stand for something or you'll fall for any anything. You'll fall in love, okay? Um... <laughs> Again, I should have. Who is RayRoberts.com? I got a bunch of cool shit. Uh, shows. Uh, I have a show on my birthday, a show in Indiana after my birthday. I have a bunch of shows this weekend. Um, I'm doing an Ohio swing. That's something. May 5th, Bowling Green, Ohio. We're gonna fucking be there, okay? Come to it. If you're in Northwest Ohio, don't ever ask me if I'm coming to town again. That's when it is. That's when you can come see me. Um, there's a few of you I'm going to send it to directly once the event's made, but it's in fucking May. All right, this is your warning. May 5th at some brewery in Bowling Green. I should know it off the top of my head. Um, let me look it up. I'm going to look that up because that's important. And then I swear this is the last thing before the song. The song this week is a fucking banger. Okay. I wasn't even going to do this song, uh, but I forgot about it because I was trying to find a good Cardi B song and you know, it's important to do it. I don't even know how to fucking say this. A steer brewing in Bowling Green. Okay? A steer brewing in Bowling Green. A I S T E A R brewing. Bowling Green, Ohio. Friday, May 5th. I'm assuming at like 8 o'clock. I don't know what time, okay? I don't know what time it is. They have curbside pickup, but you're going to want to come in. Holy shit, this place looks cool as fuck. Yeah, guys, uh, this is going to... If this is where the show's at, that's a fucking kill box. Um, 
like in a good way, not like in a war way where like they know like the basement in fucking Inglorious Bastards. Like a little A-frame place that's just made for me to come in and fucking rip it up. Yeah, guys, that's going to be a show that you're going to want to come to. If you're close to it, fucking come to it. If you're within an hour, come to it. That's the closest I'm going to be to you probably all year. Okay? So come to that show. Uh, com. I'll have, like, some sort of admin day the next couple days and update everything uh, for y'all because I'm off the next two days. And I can just do comedies, which is what we're doing. Um... Yeah, so this is the song. It's an absolute fucking banger. Um, the music video fucking rips as well. Um, it's Bruno Mars. It's Cardi B. It is the Finesse Remix, all right? It's 90s-themed music video. So if you want to see Cardi B and a five foot two dude in 90s clothes fucking absolutely tearing it up, uh, look it up on the YouTube. It's a great thing. And I'm sorry I made fun of Bruno Mars's height. He's an absolute killer, okay? He's so fucking good. Listen to Silk Sonic, that whole album that they came out with, him and Anderson Pack. I'm not going to play uh, the song, but 777 is an ha- absolute hammer, okay? But here's Finesse uh, by Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B. Uh, you guys uh, stay blessed, okay? Have a blessed day. Rubber band.